Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of uh, Mink Life Motivation Live. And we are here to ask you, um, are you having trouble pitching yourself at networking events? If so, stick around. Welcome back, and we're super excited uh, here. I'm Colleen Struby, the follow-up fortune finder, and I'm here with my guest host, uh, Jacqueline Charles, um, the excitable introvert. So excited to find out what that's all about. So, and we are also asking you as the person on the couch to be part of this show. We'd love to have your comments. Uh, if you've got questions, pop them in the chat so that we you can be part of the show and part of the excitement. So are we ready to get started? Awesome. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so uh, we want to look at uh, why are you passionate about helping people uh, with presenting themselves using your zone of genius? Oh, it's critical for introverts, especially because networking and connecting with people and conversations, that's generally not our jam. But if you're going to be successful in your own business or in companies or just successful in your life, you got to do it. So we have to get ourselves comfortable with finding those ways to include our introversion and in how we are connecting. And that's really what I guide people to. And what I had to learn myself is to get comfortable with that, which is why I am the excitable introvert. Very good. Very exciting. Yeah, I, I've been networking 20 plus years, so I love to connect um, people um, to other people. And a lot of times it's the introvert that's kind of in that corner, not sure what to do. And it's like you go over and grab them and say, hey, let me you know, introduce you to somebody. So kind of help them along. So um, my passion really comes from that, you know, being able to uh, connect people to other people and then them coming back and say, oh, my God, thank you so much for introducing me to Mary. She, we're doing this, you know, webinar together now and, and super excited. So that's really where my passion and, and you know, the key of being able to really match those uh, strategic partners together is is super exciting for me so and it, Jacqueline uh, so when um so when you're looking at uh, the next section of um, motivating people right you're looking at motivating them and uh, why is doing our presentations you know, our networking we do important um, for professionals to thrive in not only their life, but also their business. It's crucial so that people know how best to connect with you. I mean, one of the superpowers of the introvert is connection. And it, it can be our downfall because there's so much energy that's extracted from us um, in those spaces of connection. But when you're looking at not just presenting from and presentations from like a PowerPoint standpoint, but how you are articulating and really encapsulating how you are connecting um, and how you are able to connect those dots. That's what makes the presenting crucial is now you're giving people something to remember you by, um, you're giving them something of interest and also you're creating space for them to also give you ways that 
you can connect to them, they can connect to you. And to your point, one of the things that introverts do really well is connecting people. We see the connections in everything. And so even if we are not in the center going from flower to flower in these networking pieces, being able to, to present and articulate what we're doing allows us to connect interesting people to other interesting people um, and to have people who you need this and because of how this was presented now you are able to connect someone else um, and we want to create that space for ourselves as well it's easy for us to see how we can connect other people to other people but as introverts we also need to be connected and presenting is what allows you to have an opening to have those um, those creative connections yeah, I, like I said, I've been networking for so long and I, I love seeing um, the person who comes to a networking group and they're shy and they're not sure what to say. And, you know, they're, you know, they, they can't even really get their, you know, name out, you know, more or less what they do in their business and so forth. And then just see them grow into someone who can, you know, stand up in front of a room, you know, and, you know, take on the leadership roles in, in the groups and, and stuff. So I, I love working with those type of people. And you're right. It's, it's all about giving your presentation so that you stand out and be unique, right? So there's, um, I was talking today at a networking event and it was, Assington says, I don't know what my infomercial is or my commercial. And we were talking about it. And I was like, it's really you explaining what you do, kind of who you do it to and why you do it to them. Right. So mm -hmm. it's kind of all about like, you know, this is who I work with. This is the problem that they're having. And this is how we can help them um, with that. So and and coming up with something that's unique. Right. Because a lot of times, um, you know, in networking, you run into a lot of categories that have a lot of people in them, you know, the typical realtor, mortgage, you know, so forth, the insurance, you run into those. And it's like, you know, if you just say, oh, I'm a realtor, it doesn't help you, right? Who so, like, yeah, it's like, who cares? It's like, I don't care, but you know, it's like, how, how am I going to remember? I know 10 other realtors, right? How am I going to remember you so that when we always, you know, in my program, we talk about being top of mind, right? And being remembered. So it's that we always talk about the no like trust and remember factor. So it's like, if, if I don't remember you, then it, it doesn't matter if I know, like trust you. Right. So it's like right. when I need that service or when someone else needs that service and I want to, um, refer you or connect you with somebody else, you have to be the one that comes top of mind. And that's where, you know, I think you were saying like helping them become unique in what they're doing. So absolutely. And there was an interesting article um, here, maybe some days ago, maybe a week ago, that was just about this and about ways that you can very quickly grab that attention. This research shows that before someone, if you're having trouble with remembering names, part of that is because there's nothing memorable about you. Um, there's <laughs> nothing that you've presented to make memorable. And so right. this article was pointing out, starting with that interesting piece, starting with that humanity, um, as opposed to this is who I am and this is what I do. And if I'm remembering correctly, the formula was like, now, now, now what? So what? And essentially, now, now like, who are now. you and, and what do you do? And then the so what, it can either be 
a way that you are helping people or something that's interest just personal. Like I think they gave the example of the person being a marketer, but they're also an amateur banjo player. Now you're going to remember the fact that this person yeah, is yeah. a banjo player. And then he tells you that his name is Matt. You know, a million Matts, you know, a million marketers, but a banjo player who's also got those. Okay, now I'm going to remember you. Now you're going to stand out. And now I have that piece like, oh, oh, what was that guy's name? Okay, banjo player. Oh, yeah, Matt. Okay, you need to know Matt because his marketing, blah, 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 whatever he does. And so these are, it was really great to see um, the way that that was kind of put into context. Great piece, very short read, but a really good one. No. And that's that's Definitely essential. That. <laughs> yeah, that's essential. Exactly what, what you were saying, that piece where we're bringing our humanity. You know, what is it personal that you can bring? And for introverts, it becomes essential because that's how we don't we don't want to do the small talk. My name is anyway. Like it, it took effort for us to gather our energy to show up. Like if I'm going to be at this thing, <laughs> I'm going to have in mind the people that I want to connect with or the types of connections that I want to make. I'm going to make my two, three, if I'm feeling like wild, maybe four <laughs> connections <laughs> and then I'm out. Like I'm not sticking around and doing the song and dance, but having that piece to your point where you can bring that humanity, where you can have that thing that's memorable. Now you're able to make, make, better use of your energy and how you're showing up. There you go. Monica's always going to be good. My cat is going to be good. <laughs> yes, absolutely. That is like the introvert's mantra. <laughs> I, I think I'm an introvert extrovert because it, it takes me a long time to leave. But once I'm there, it, it, that's when I become an extrovert. And like, I, I love being around people and connecting. That's what feeds, like that energizes me. So, yes. um, so in that sense, it's extrovert. So and uh, it's interesting that you, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say it's interesting with that introvert extrovert piece, because a lot of times people will, will consider introverts as just being naturally shy or quiet, but that doesn't have anything to do mm -hmm. with introversion. You can be a shy extrovert too. Um, yeah. And it, these are different things. Shyness is when you are actually afraid of people getting to know you. It's not that you don't want to, it's you're afraid of the consequence of you engaging. And so you have to do some mental gymnastics to get over that fear or to mitigate that fear, as opposed to being an introvert, which you're just internally processing things. So you just need to think it through and feel it through and have all of that and then respond. Um, and so that also adds to kind of the complexity of, of leaving, like getting off of the couch and getting there. It's like, I have to, I have to make sure I have enough energy in my reserves to not only leave the couch, to put on the clothes, to get into the car, to leave the house, to drive there, to actually go in, to check in or do whatever needs to be done before I actually can start doing anything useful for the networking. All of that. <laughs> is an energy drain and for us introverts we'll be processing that whole thing in our minds and that's part of what will drain us also it's like i've got to do all of these things right, before, before i can even started. have a conversation um it's 
if you're experiencing that, you're you're not unusual. You're not crazy. You That's a typical introvert experience. But it doesn't have to it doesn't have to detract, even though you are an internal processor and you have to go through this. You just need to mitigate it. You just need to make sure you have your energy burst, you have your ways to shore up your energy, you come in intentional and purposeful make your two, three, maybe four connections, and then leave. It's fine to leave. <laughs> it's okay to leave. <laughs> yeah, I, I was wondering, uh, the, uh, yeah, Monica gave us a high five. So, uh, <laughs> so our next question about the um, being inspired was talking, and you kind of pulled right into that about um, how is it that when you have that problem, you know, um, that you've had a problem for yourself in the past and how to overcome it. So it's like you were saying is like, okay, the introvert has got all this stuff. How do they get over that piece? So to, to actually get up and say, okay, I know like for me in the sense of, I know a networking meeting is about networking. So it's easier for me to walk up to somebody that I don't know and just say, hey, my name's Colleen, you know, I'm the follow-up fortune finder. Uh, this is what I do. How can I help you? How can I support you? Because I know of the, if that's what we're supposed to do with that event. Now, right. I wouldn't do that at the shop at a, you know, a grocery store. That's not me. That's right. not my type, you know, <laughs> but I can easily, you know, I can do it at those types of events because I know that's what we're supposed to do. So how would yeah. an introvert maybe um, overcome you know, those problems, so. Well, exactly what you said, it's a very, very crucial piece for introverts, and it's that you're very intentional. You know the assignment before you get there, so you know that you're, this isn't like you're grocery shopping and you're going to start up a conversation. Um, for many extroverts, they may be more inclined <laughs> to do that. For us, it's like we're here for groceries, don't look at us. But when you are in those situations where the whole point is to engage, the whole point is to um, interact. You already know this is the purpose, and so you can manage your energy accordingly. So on those days where you know you need to go to these networking meetings, whether it's a smaller one or a larger one, don't do other things, or at least limit the things that are going to need your energy earlier on in the day. So if you're going to have a big meeting, or you're going to have several calls back to back, if you've got to be at your kid's school, like anything that's going to draw from your energy earlier in the day, that means that that energy is not going to be there for the networking event. And more than likely, you just won't go. Um, so you want to try to mitigate or at least avoid anything earlier in the day that's going to drain you. That's one. And then two, you need to also prep yourself. So have those things that are going to help energize you. Now, it can be as simple as having a cup of tea. It could be having photos of a loved one, of your pet, being in um, nature, like whatever your thing is, because it is unique to each and every person. The thing that's going to make you most energized, you need to do more of that immediately before you're doing whatever the thing is. So if you are there to simply make connections, if you're there to give a presentation or a talk, and then there's networking afterward, you need to make sure your energy is shored up beforehand because you're going to be drained as we talked about with yeah. everything leading up to it. And then lastly, making sure you set aside time after you've done the networking to recharge again, because for you to show up in a way that is powerful and that is connected and impactful, it's one going to drain you, but it, if you're not careful, 
it can deplete you to the point where you actually have like physical visceral reactions. And I had to learn that the hard way. I had a big event that I was talking with a few hundred people on stage. It was wonderful. I'm I'm the introvert that loves being on stages in front of big audiences, but then I want to disappear for like many hours, like lose my number. Um, and so I did not, <laughs> I did not have in place my shoring up my energy beforehand and shoring up after, and I nearly collapsed once I left the stage because it's like someone just flipped off a switch, it's like Weird. lights yeah. out. And that was, it was terrifying, but it was a very important lesson. <laughs> I needed to do that. <laughs> Learn from those, right? <laughs> yeah, you you get the lesson and you continue to use it. So yeah, those I, are, are the Monica three just ways stole mine. <laughs> it's stole so mine important. She, she said uh, music does it for her, and that's the yeah. same for me. Like yeah. if I'm feeling down or something, it's like you know, turn on the music, turn on a playlist, and get pumped up and 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 so yeah. forth. So and yeah. and you're right. Like I think. Uh, some people like it when I talk about follow up and people talk about, oh, we'll schedule, you know, follow up time right after your meeting, you know, to get it done. For me, I put all my energy into networking. So when I leave the meeting, I don't have that energy or don't have any, I'm not in the same mindset that I want to do follow up and connections and just make it like a rote thing um so so i i was struggling with that and then you know or you're going to another event uh so there wasn't really time to do it so that's why one of the reasons that we created the fall in love with follow-up experience is to give people that set time to do that follow-up where like you said if, if they're an introvert and they go to the event they you know they they don't want to keep going right they need to recharge yeah. so this gives you a set time to be able to do something so that's perfect so oh absolutely and i love that that you pointed this out because sometimes we can feel the pressure to like we have to do it right now mm -hmm. and first of all that's false yeah. <laughs> that's, if you were to drop right at this moment the world would keep turning so i'm i'm confident that if it took you a day to follow up the world would still be turning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Some of that is taking that pressure off of us. And then that also allows us introverts to then when we are following up and when we are connecting, we're bringing that humanity, we're bringing that introspection and that insight because we've had time to recharge and also to process those conversations, those connections, how we can be of support to the person we're following up with or and sometimes and how we can connect them with either clients, with other resources, with collaborators, that extra time is essential because that's how we're able to add more value when we follow up. Yep, yep. Yeah, perfect, so. So, uh, oh, our, our, our favorite, this is my favorite, you know, the networking piece is <laughs> always my favorite. So um, who should we ask for help when we're trying to solve the problems with our pitch? So. Uh, who's a great connection um, that you work with, or um, if someone's out there looking for help, um, you know, who do you normally um, go to? For, um, specifically for pitches? Uh, pitches are just, you know, if you're, you know, if they're out there, it's like, who, I, you know, who's that person, like for yourself that you might go to, or, you know, obviously maybe your clients are coming to you and, and stuff, but like, who's those collaborative partners that we're looking at, so... 
I mean, for me, one of the the most helpful resources for me was um is well is she's still around, thank God. Um, Lisa Nichols. Um, for those who aren't familiar with her, she's a very she's a fairly prominent <laughs> um, motivational speaker and writer, and she does tremendous work has for decades and one of the most impactful things that I learned for like that pitch or that elevator speech or um, there are different names for it, but for that little nugget, she is, um, she's known for doing something called the dip. And essentially it is you having that, that similar to what we were talking about before, the portion of where you are talking about how you're showing up and how you're serving. And then you talk about your personal story. Where was that low point that led to um, you now getting to the point where you are? And how did that transformation now, how does it serve and inform how you're serving other people? That type of approach and that type of perspective on it was so new to me. I had never heard anyone frame like this from the perspective of not just this is what I do, but also mm-hmm. this is how my personal transformation is helping me transform other people. So I love her approach to to a pitch and to like that kind of that initial nugget piece. Um, and it's so useful in a number of areas. You can use that same method literally across anything um, where you're starting with where you, kind of where you are, where you were, where where you are now serving other people. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So simple. It's like, that's. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I think uh, I've heard so that also similar, <laughs> like the, the hero's journey. Right. So yes. it's like, you know, here, here we are, you set the stage. It's like here, this thing happened. This is how we handle it. Here's what, you know, so, um, and trying to, and it, it takes, sometimes it takes a while. Right. I mean, for me, yes. it's, it's been a long time. Like I yes. pulled all these different things together and then finally, sometimes it it takes time to look back and go, oh, well, that's when it was, right? It wasn't, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be, I always thought, oh, it's going to be this big, you know, light switch thing, right? It's like, oh, I woke up one day and I just said, that's it. I'm not doing this anymore like this, right? You know, some people have those, right? Mm -hmm. Um, For me, it was more of looking back and going, oh, and getting that epiphany of like being a connector. I was always like, in my mind, it's like, oh, well, I don't fit in anywhere. I was always felt like I was always on the outside. And then after a long time of looking back is the reason was because I can connect all these different groups. So in order to to be able to do that, you have to kind of be in the middle and have a piece of them each of the side. So it wasn't like I wasn't fully in a group and that's kind of where I felt that, but it was the fact that I could be that conduit between people and really help them there, so. Oh, so many gems in what you just said. And I want to tease them out just because I don't want anyone to miss it. First of all, it takes time. It it boggles my mind. And this is like just human nature. I want to have it. And I want to have it right now. And it's going to be perfect. And no, <laughs> it takes time to develop that. And then two, it's going to change because you are evolving, you are changing. And so you may have like that nugget or that signature story or that signature presentation that just no longer serves you because that's not who you are and that's not how you're showing up in the world. And that's not a bad thing. Uh, For as introverts, we'll take it very personally and we'll ruminate (laughs) over all of the ways that we should have left it the same. It's like, it's okay. That's, that's like, good. You you should not be the same person now that you were 5, 10, 20, 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that is, 
you can't be 50 and still be a five-year-old and still be functional. Like that's not a good thing. Um, and so I love that you pointed that out and, and I wanted to tease that out. And then also looking back um, and looking back for one, some of the pieces of what I do and how I even came to it only came to the forefront as I was looking back and it's like, well, I mean, I don't have, I have lots of tragic stories, don't get me wrong, but there are none that are like really of use. Like they're, they're great, there's lessons from them, but I don't know what to do with this. And as I was looking at not just tragedies, but also just knowing, like there are certain things that I just knew to be true and I don't know how I know, I just do. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have the languaging for it until I had been through enough of a process and I'm looking back, Okay, now I see how all of this goes together. Now I, okay, now it makes perfect sense. My introversion has been my superpower this entire time. I just didn't have the language for it. I just didn't know what to call it. Um, and I wouldn't have known that without looking back. And the last thing that you said that was so powerful was that it doesn't have to be some big thing. Like it doesn't have to be some, some massive tragedy. You can have these epiphanies and it's something very simple. I mean, I know for me, my big epiphany was very simple. I got recruited in high school to go to a different school to be on the debate team. That was my epiphany because I went from being the person who was known for being like the quiet girl who has a book um, in the corner that I always knew, the person that I always saw was traveling the world, was on these massive stages and was writing books, award-winning books. And I was told that I can't do both. I can't be the bookworm and also in front of thousands of people, that's not possible. My epiphany was when I had this recruitment and I got to just play around. It's like, you know what? If I'm really this person who's going to be publishing these books, I mean, as a five-year-old, my aspiration was to be a New York Times bestselling author. So yeah. weird kid from the start. So if, if that's true, if I'm going to be doing that, I guess I need to publish my work. I need to let people see what I write. Let me try this out and see how it goes. So if I'm going to be on these stages in front of thousands of people, I should probably do something where I'm in front of a lot of people. So let me audition for the lead in the school play. Let's see what happens. Having just that, that throwaway experience, really, like you went to a new school, <laughs> you did some new things, you tried it out and see what happened. It was that space of just having that freedom and that permission to try out and like, let's just see what happens. That is what created the path for literally everything else what I teach now, what I do now, all of the experiences and the joy I have now started with that little throwaway experience that was not massive. There was no, like, there was, there was no doom. <laughs> it, it was just a simple thing. But sometimes those epiphanies and those things that do allow those connections and allow you to have that big pitch, it's from something as simple as that. But you won't know it until you're looking back and until you're reviewing. You and you're processing, it's like, how does this make sense? Like, uh, uh. yeah, so so all of that is what I got from what you said. And Monica chimed in, so she's like, um, it's a journey. Sometimes it happened just yesterday, right? So yes. sometimes it is as yes. quick, easy as you just make a decision to do it, right? So yeah. I, I we, Monica and I were having a conversation and we were talking about process and doing it. And, I, and that's how I like, I'm like, oh my God, I could just fall in love with this process. And that's kind of like 
just like that, like the light bulb went on and like, oh my God, that's what we need to do. We need to change our mindset around follow-up and just fall in love with it. And that like, that changed everything. Right. So it was just that little bit that like now set it off and it's like, oh my God, that sounds great. Right. Uh, Look, we're running out of time already because we're having such a great time. So what's that one tip for boosting your influence by focusing on those presentations? What's that tip you can give somebody that's like, if they focus on their presentation, um, that could really uh, help them and set the part. So that one tip would be bring your humanity to the forefront. We Mm -hmm. have so many people that are overlapping (laughs) and what they do. And it's it's the same as you it's in your area. There are so many people who are frankly faking the funk, (laughs) who are Mm -hmm. not about the things that they're presenting. And what we as introverts do so beautifully when we turn that inward focus outward is bringing that humanity, is bringing that steadfast groundedness. So bring your humanity, bring your quirks, bring, bring your interests, bring your introversion to the forefront. That is the path for not only differentiating, but also for being more influential and impactful. Yeah, I, I totally agree, hundred percent. I think that's helping people. You know, what is that thing that makes you unique, right? And you bring it. Um, I think the other thing is to uh, never ask for somebody or someone, right? <laughs> so this is one of my pet peeves: is like if I'm trying to help you and and refer and figure out who's the right connection for you. If you say, "Well, I need somebody who has skin," or "I need you know somebody who." Uh, it wants to sell their house that that does not help my brain figure out who I can connect you to. Yeah. So um, be specific in the sense of like, bring it at, at least to a point where like, I kind of think, oh, do I have that person in my phone? You know, the mm-hmm. brain's a great thing because it can expand. It takes a little more time to 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 kind of narrow down. So give me the narrow, let my brain do the expansion for you. So, but yeah, be kind of specific in what you're you're looking for so that we can yeah. help you, right? That's all about, we wanna help everyone. So, so, so tell us more, um, Jacqueline, like how can we connect with you? So, um, Oh, absolutely. So one of the things that will be available to everyone is a little quiz to see on how you're connecting. We've talked about this so much. Um, When you go to assessyourawesome.com, you'll take a quiz and see how how you're doing. Are you connecting the ways that you think? And also, if you're not, what can you do to better connect? And uh, for me, I, like we were talking about um, follow-up and falling in love with follow-up, you can go to uh, uh, fallinlovewithfollowup.com, connect with me, whether you just want to have a quick call, but more importantly, we let you um, try our level one of our program absolutely for free. Come, you got to do your follow-up anyway, so come do it with us, have some fun, uh, get those uh, appointments booked on your calendar, make those relationships that you know um, you need to do for your business. And Monica has some great announcements for uh, our Mink Life world. Yes, so if you have, I know I have no chat today, kind of, show well we bring these to you every single week that's at 2 p.m pacific conversation get in those chats and really kind of but if that is you know not your 
jam and you can't really watch the show, no worries. Watch it. Just go where you can find any podcast for me so you can listen to the show on the go. And if you are interested in being on the space, you want to hit those stage, you want to be just like the At live that you next week on Wednesday, we'll be back with another awesome conversation about boosting your influence. Colleen, awesome, awesome. Thank you, everyone, for uh, being here with us today. Thank you, Jacqueline. Uh, amazing. We are definitely connecting afterwards. Yes. Uh, so uh, <laughs> make sure you guys connect with everyone. It's been a great show, and we'll see you next week. Ha <laughs> ha